Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am John, some sports guy Hickman, happy to be back with another episode of Locked On Texans, your daily Texans talking news podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Of course, I am your Texans analyst, but I cannot do this show without my co-host, Texans reporter for ESPN Houston, Cody Davis. We are back with another extension of our position breakdowns. Yesterday, we discussed the defensive line, Bobby King, and how his tutelage has helped many linebackers, young linebackers, grow in this league. And, you know, the expectations for the defensive line of Charles Emanehu, Ross Blacklock, and others to grow under him as well. So we're going to continue with our position breakdowns, as mentioned with the linebackers. Miles Smith, son of Lovey Smith, will be discussed today. Uh, what impact, if any, honestly, that he'll have on the linebacker court, Cody, uh, along with how the players on the roster shape out for Houston moving forward on the field. And if, it's, if it makes more sense money-wise, should the Houston Texans move on from them and save money uh, and, and how they can utilize cap space to get better uh, in the free agency or the NFL draft. So of course the off the field uh, as well. The Texans also are re-signing running back and special team standout Buddy Howell to a one-year contract. Houston also reached a contract with Duntra Hillard a couple of days ago. So remember that running back breakdown that we had early in the week and Cody and I had a great back and forth. Well, they are retaining two of their younger running backs. No Scotty Phillips, but they did keep Buddy Howell around along with Hillard. So that does kind of look uh, like the window for David and Duke Johnson may be closing because as I think we both can agree, Houston can do without those two Johnson brothers. But to kick it off, Cody Miles Smith. Right. What do we actually know about Miles Smith? And I'm going to be completely honest with you. Researched a lot about him today. And you know what I found out? Absolutely nothing for the most part. Uh, he, he is Lovey Smith's son, and he, he got this opportunity because he's Lovey Smith's son. And that concerns me a lot, honestly. Uh, Smith did help lead the 2019 linebacker room for Illinois to be one of the most productive in the Big Ten. Jake Hansen that year led the nation in forced fumbles with seven and was named a Buckets Award semifinalist, while D. Lee Harden, he actually did have an amazing improvement from when Smith wasn't there to when he his time with Smith. Uh, he led the Big Ten in tackles and, set, and finished second in the nation. So that is good, but does the Smith come off as a guy that only got this job because of his father? And I think he did. And I think that's his role. And I'm, I'm really concerned about the production of this linebacking core. Remember I mentioned how great Bobby King was for his linebacking group and they struggled last year. They struggled in the pass coverage. Uh, they struggled with missed tackles. Zach Cunningham had a lot of missed tackles, led the league in missed tackles with linebackers. The loss of J.J. is going to be felt not only with the defensive line, but uh, how he allowed guys like Jonathan Mark, Jacob, Jacob Martin, rather, Jonathan Gennard, who got some playing time. Also, look at Whitney Merciless, who I think we can definitely do without. Uh, he allowed a lot of those guys to have more one-on-one matchups, and they did not capitalize for the 2020 
uh, 21 season. And honestly, I don't see how Miles Smith and his addition to this coaching staff will help Houston at the linebacker position. Well, I don't want to talk too much about Miles Smith right now because at the end of the day, this is only his second NFL coaching gig and possibly the biggest of his career so far, knowing that his first gig in the NFL was when he was the quality coach for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This is going to be a learning experience for him because not only is he going to be around his dad, he's also going to be around Bobby King. And those two guys is part of the reason why I feel there is a possibility that the Texans defense will be better in 2021. And the linebacking core was all right in 2020. Was it good? No, but it wasn't the worst part of the Texans defense. When you, Tomorrow, we're going to dis really discuss what was the Achilles heel of the Texans defense, of course, with the secondary. And on yesterday, we also talked about the weaknesses of the defensive line. The linebacking core has some promise. I must say that they have. there are some guys on here I want to see return. There are some guys on here that's going to take this linebacking core up to another level. And nine times out of 10, all they need is an opportunity. And you know, one thing I love about Cody guys is he is very optimistic until the writing is completely on the wall, right? I mean, like we've heard Cody, we've heard Cody a couple of days ago with the running back room, right? You know, he loves some of the guys that are on the roster. We've heard Cody in the past completely call a spade a spade, but I think with Cody, he just needs time to see it. And I understand that, but I got to tell you, I don't like the hire. I don't think Miles Smith is right for this linebacking group that struggled, struggled heavily in the passing game. I mean, they could not stop a nosebleed if they life depended on it last year. So where did he come in and help him? I don't think, I don't see there's a, I don't think there's a way he does, right? I think that that will be more so on Lovey Smith actually coaching them up. But as you mentioned, we're definitely going to get into the players on the roster and how it looks and how it will shape up for next year, presumably for the Houston Texans linebacking group. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Football is definitely over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are all in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards and TV shows, along with reality TV. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all of the news, scores, and odds. It is the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. The promo code Locked on. Again, the promo code is locked on. You know, we're covering everything you need to know about the Texans, but what about the rest of sports? Now the Locked On Podcast Network has you covered there as well with Locked On Today. It's hosted by the great Peter Bukowski. I love how Peter calls himself the great, but he is great. And it's all the sports you need in every minute, every morning, in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to the Locked On Podcast today wherever you get your podcasts. While doing these position breakdowns, one of the main things John and I like to talk about is players who should be cut in order to save money and players who just no longer has a need on this Houston Texans roster anymore. And everyone knows my favorite linebacker of all time is Whitney Merciless, the good old, the greatest linebacker of all time, Sight. Look, John, if there's anybody 
that I would love to see not return to the Houston Texans organization in 2021 is Whitley Merciless, plain and simple. This guy was such an embarrassment to this organization last season to the point it really did not make sense why he was so bad. And if Nick Castillo can find a way to release this guy or trade this man, I'm automatically going to name him the executive of the year. First and foremost, Whitney Merciless going into the 2021 season has a cap hit of $12 million. That $12 million is something that the Houston Texans can use to upgrade their offensive line, upgrade their backfield, upgrade their secondary, even upgrade and bring in a better linebacker that is being used right now by Merciless himself. Over the next three years, including the 2021 season, this man is owed $36.5 million, something I do not believe his production on the field is worth that type of money. Last season, he had the Lloyd's PPF grade of all Texans linebackers with a grade of 39.6. His run defensive grade was 31.9. His pass rush grade was 53.1 and his cover grade. Now, remember when I asked Romeo Cannell, why are we seeing such a decline in Merciless on-field production? He told me that Merciless is no longer rushing the quarterback no more. He's actually playing more coverage. The man ended the year with a coverage grade of 40.3. His stats for 2020, 21 total tackles, 13 solo hits, and four sacks on the season. Whitney Merciless is only good when it's in his contract season, and the 2021 season is not a contract year for him. Unfortunately, I'm hoping that Nick Castillo finds a way to depart from this guy. Yeah, he won't. He won't. You know, you mentioned Merciless signed a huge contract uh, back at the end of 2019. Uh now it is fully guaranteed unless he retires this team would have to keep merciless on the roster for the 21 season uh any kind of trade would of course would have to you know include some draft assets houston would definitely have to pay half of that if he's traded and then merciless would not definitely would not say hey, i don't i don't think he will why would you you pay me this amount of money i want to get it this is the nfl when 90% of things work out for the NFL favor, but I don't see him in a situation where he'd readjust his contract. I hope that he would, but I don't think he will. And then we also got to look at Bernard McKinney. You know, uh, the team already extended Zach Cunningham last year. Um, and the play of Terrell Adams, I think the moment Terrell Adams got majority of his snaps during that Bernard McKinney injury run, he was the best linebacker on the team. Uh, however, it makes it difficult for Houston to keep McKinney on his roster at this current rate. The team could explore re-signing McKinney at a lower rate. Uh, a, a release would save the team about six and a half, seven million dollars in cap space. So Houston isn't in one of those pickles to where somebody has to go for the better of the team. Who are you going to choose? And I think it's more likely that Bernardrick McKinney is gone um compared to Whitney Merciless but I want to focus a little bit on we talked about the cap just briefly and how players who should or should be around Merciless Bernard McKinney I think Houston should undoubtedly re-sign Terrell Adams and this is where I'm kind of confused on outside of him being Lovey Smith's son why Miles Smith got this job you need a coach that's going to enhance the weaknesses of your players. But uh, when we look at Tyrell Adams and Zach Cunningham, and then we also mentioned Whitney Merciless, understand this, Jacob Martin and Jonathan Gennard are also still a part of that linebacker group. 
unit. And what are we expecting from them this upcoming year? I, I don't believe that we will see Whitney Merciless get the percentage of snaps that he did last year. Right. And the conversation for Jacob Martin all last year started where, Cody, remember this? Remember this? I believe I can be a double-digit sack guy. And we're now in February, uh, months ago, about six months ago. What did I say about that quote? I mean, it sounds great, but he's not going to get that playing time. Now, this year, with his age factored in, it's factored in Whitney Merciless, who just got his contract. And I'm sure Houston really wanted to see if he could produce for them on the field. He did not. Uh, there was games where there was a streak of games where I think Kahili Warren had more tackles than him in one game. Uh, I think I think Duke Johnson had a tackle, more tackles than him in another game, right? He was just unplayable. So now I'm expecting Jacob Martin to get the majority of those snaps for next year and Jonathan Gennard. The two young guys in that linebacking uh, core, uh, a unit that can actually improve Houston's chances to get after the quarterback. Younger, more athletic, and faster on that edge. Jacob Martin does a great job of using his hands whenever he gets on the field. So I don't think we're going to see a lot of Whitney Merciless this year. Houston is just going to have to eat that contract and allow it to sit there on his cap uh, because if they release him, how much money would that just be sitting in dead money? A lot of money. And at the end of the day, you're still going to need special team players. You're still going to need guys who can come in at different times. We know how Houston injury bug is. It always seems to hit at the wrong time. So you're going to keep him around. You might as well at $10.5, $12.5 million. But I don't think he'll get the majority of the snaps. Now, Zach Cunningham, this linebacking unit does not move without Zach Cunningham. And we've seen him improve. I mean, the rookie year for Zach Cunningham and Dylan Cole was very good. But then we also saw Zach Cunningham get better year after year after year into this tackling machine that he is right now. But, I, you know, I'm, I'm, he got that nice contract last year. And so I'm expecting and I'm calling on him to get better in the passing game. If he's making that amount of money as your inside linebacker in this 3-4 defense, and I'm expecting Lovey Smith to bring – simplicity to this defense let's let's slow things down let's make things a little bit more simple so we can actually uh execute our goal and i think that's what houston needs with this talent that they have on their roster right i don't, I don't think you have a lot of crazy talent at all three phases on this defense especially the secondary i don't i don't see that happening but what i do see are players that can make plays if you put them in a position to do it now remember when Anthony Weaver got pissed off last year with the, with the media questions and, you know, what what he wants to do compared to what they're doing. Remember when he simplified the defense in that two-game stretch where they were actually able to get after the quarterback and cause some turnovers? That's what Houston's going to need for the entirety of 16 games. But Zach Cunningham is going to have to get better in the passing game. He's going to have to improve his cover skills. He's going to have to be able to be 20-20, 21 a 2020 linebacker. The tackles are great, but can you play side to side? Can you drop back in coverage and make plays on the tight ends or running backs coming out the backfield? If not, then Houston made another mistake with that contract. And also, let's not forget back-to-back -back injuries to Duke Edge for Houston is big on him. He had some good moments for Houston his rookie year with the limited snaps that he was able to get on the field. Uh, nine tackles, one sack, and a fumble recovery. But then the two 
following seasons, we know that he suffered a season-ending Achilles injury, and then August of last year was placed on injury reserve for a consecutive season after suffering a torn ACL. So Houston does like him. He'll be coming back to this linebacking unit, uh, somebody that they want to use to be able to get after the quarterback. However, understand this, Cody, the free agency and the draft is around the corner, and Houston will need to address that linebacking group. If they're sticking with this 3-4 defense, they're going to have to address not being able to get after the quarterback. We put a lot of pressure on Charles on there who yesterday with the absence of J.J. Watt. What does that mean for him? But this, the absence for J.J. Watt, like I mentioned, allow Whitney Merciless, allow Jekyll Martin, allow Jonathan Gennard at times, allow these linebackers to have one-on-one opportunities to get after the quarterback, running back, get in that backfield. Without him, teams are going to be able to equally attack this defensive front unit unless they find themselves a playmaker. Well, you know, Cody, speaking of rosters, I am increasing my rosters of snacks, but I'm getting rid of all of the junk and I'm keeping the things that my body needs to maintain throughout the day. I'm back on this workout book and I just got a new shipment of Built Bar bars. And I'm telling you, the caramel brownie, the cookies and cream, the lemon almond cheesecake, these are the flavors that Built Bar is putting out for you guys. And then you have the peanut butter brownie. The one thing I love about Built Bar, they are still covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and they're very easy to chew. And they're great for somebody like me who's trying to get back into shape, who's trying to lose the weight that I want to lose, and I can still indulge in a delicious treat. They're low calorie, low sugar, but they still have high protein and a high fiber count. Great for a keto diet, right? And if you go online right now at BuiltBar.com, Get a free cooler with purchase while the supplies last. So go to billboard.com again and use promo code locked on and you'll get 20% off your next order. Use promo code locked on for 20% off at Billboard. Wednesdays on Locked On NFL take a dive into the future of your favorite NFL franchise. Tony Wiggins and James Rappian are joined every week by Locked On Draft experts to talk prospects in the upcoming draft and young NFL players fresh into the league. Did your team have a big rookie performance this week? Or are they shaping up to have a premier draft pick at the 2021 draft? Get everything you need Wednesdays on Locked On NFL. Subscribe to the Locked On NFL wherever you get your podcast. You know, I think it's important that we understand some of these guys, like we mentioned, like a Bernard McKinney or the decreased snaps for Whitney Munchless. Some of these guys may not be around or if they're around, they, you won't see them as much as you may have in the previous year or two or years with this franchise. And uh, as mentioned, Houston has a lot of holes on this defense. But I'm wondering if the linebacker unit should be addressed in the free agency or the NFL draft, Cody. John, that's a really good question. And, you know, there are so many holes on this defense. It could be fixed with both the NFL draft and the NFL free agency. However, when looking at this linebacking core, and John, I'm about to say my favorite term, when you take a look at young studs like Zach Cunningham and Terrell Adams, I think the Texans should go the route and use one of their two draft picks in the fourth round in selecting a linebacker. Look, Regardless how I feel about Whitney Merciless, John, you hit the nail in the coffin. Nine times out of 10, Merciless isn't going anywhere. 
You pair him with a veteran like Whitney Merciless, someone he could learn both the good and the bad from, and hopefully that can turn into someone special that the Houston Texans can build around in the future. Regardless how I feel about Whitney Merciless on the field, I know in the locker room he is one of the guys who is part of the leader of this team. I think one question that we'd have to ask ourselves is, what kind of season is Houston really trying to have? If you keep Deshaun, and if some way, some miracle, he decides to play, are you expecting to have another 4-12 season? No. Not under Nick Casario's watch. That man saw winning for 19 seasons, 20 seasons, and he's not going to start his first year in Houston not preparing himself to have another winning season under his belt. And so if you are looking at the future and, and saying to yourself, we have players on this roster that we can at least get to nine and seven, then you bring in effective players in the NFL right now. And I think with the limited cap space and Houston should be working on making moves. I was ta actually talking on Twitter. I don't think Houston's a franchise tag. We are fuller because that money can be designated to multiple areas across this team to improve, mainly on the defensive side of the ball. You, you go bring in a linebacker. You bring in somebody that can either get to that quarterback that's young and really have an effect on this defense. And you know who I like? Call me crazy. I'm sorry. But I've said before, nobody wins in this league without some dogs on a team. And Houston – has no dogs on their team anymore. It's all stand-up guys, you know, dependable. You know how they call. You know, you you know how they, uh, well, how they describe them. Dependable, smart guys. But you need some dogs. And this player, if he's under Lovey Smith, Lovey Smith is a guy who dealt with a lot of different egos and personalities in Chicago. And don't forget his time in St. Louis with the Rams when they won that Super Bowl, right? I like to see Houston and Reuben Foster. Reuben Foster is somebody who had who has had his issues in the NFL. We know that was drafted by the San Francisco 49ers. They let him go, ended up getting the chance taken on him by the Washington, I'm sorry, the Washington football team. Um, and just had some unfortunate events, torn ACL back in 2019. And then last year, July, uh, he was placed on the PUP list. But I think Houston can use somebody like him that's wildly talented has the skill and just a dog and will be coached by somebody that demands and commands respect and Ruben will give that respect too and you do have leaders across this across this team you mentioned Whitney Merciless being the leader JJ Watt is no longer here in town and he's one of the ultimate leaders but you do have leaders on the field and across that coaching staff I, and I'd like to see a chance for Ruben in Houston and with that being said, that concludes another installment of Locked On Texans, your daily podcast covering your favorite football team in the Houston Texans every single day. And as always, I'm your host, Texans reporter for ESPN Houston, Cody Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody, C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. I'm John Some Sports Guy Hickman. Follow me on Twitter at Some Sports Guy. Let's talk about movie. Let's talk about music. Let's, let's, let's also talk about the Texans in every shape, form, or fashion. Also, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Locked On Texans. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast on all of the major podcasting platforms, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Megaphone, and Spotify. Until tomorrow, you guys be safe. Enjoy the beautiful weather in Houston that we now have a week later, and we'll see you then.
You are Locked On Texans, your daily podcast on the Houston Texans. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.